trans folks embody a non-dualist existence so the intelligence that's in our genes if you can unlock that the intuition of a trans person hugely valuable period welcome to business curious a show about queer trans and gender non-conforming entrepreneurs and the stories behind their journeys a podcast by godaddy Hey everyone, it's Scott Shigeoka, your host, and today we're talking to Ava Pipitone, who started a tech platform called Host Home. Host Home connects people without housing to short-term housing opportunities. The whole idea for Host Home came from Ava's experiences as a part-time owner of a community coffee shop in Baltimore. It was there that they noticed that many of their trans and queer customers were experiencing homelessness. Ava saw firsthand the horrifying statistic that young, queer, and trans people are 120% more likely to be homeless. Ava's story begins like many entrepreneurs. They saw a problem in their community and they decided to solve it. But in order to understand how they got to that moment, we need to start from the very beginning in rural Maryland. Okay, so tell me about where you grew up. What was that like? I grew up on a farm, um, shoveling horse manure, fixing fence boards while my sisters like learned piano and did gymnastics. And uh, that was very much how gender was taught to me early on. As I was being asked to perform, perform, perform boy, perform man. And I went through my whole life with that avatar because I thought I was supposed to. I thrived in that, but it was always a little bit of a disconnection to my core. Their core disconnection would shift in a big way for Ava after college. They had this chance to live and travel abroad, and their travels really surprised them. They saw cultures where gender was experienced in a different way than in the U.S., and they saw societies that carved out roles for trans and gender nonconforming people to live and express themselves. I was like, wait a minute, this is really different than the Jerry Springer episodes I saw as a kid. Hold on here, they, they were doulas. They were stewarding births of young children, trans people were, in India. Wait, trans people in Indonesia were arbiters in legal cases. Wait a minute. When I was in Hawaii, the, the Mahu were reproducing culture. When I came back to the United States, I encountered that there was no space for trans people to exist and thrive and contribute. There was only space for trans people to fall into a story of less than, devalued, um, needing support, needing help. I started playing with my hormonal makeup and I looked really weird for a while, right? And I had to navigate unknown unknowns. What's gonna happen? How am I gonna figure out how people are gonna receive me? How am I gonna be in community? How am I gonna find my people? Ava did find their people at a small cafe in Baltimore where they ended up getting equity in the company and being one of the few trans business owners in the city. That's where they got to know the cafe community on a deeper level. In the LGBTQ community, our identity can bridge those other divisions in class and race. So if you're trans, you can connect with someone who may have a totally different socioeconomic background, employment background, and level of housing stability. So when I'm sitting there serving coffee, my unique perspective over the people in our cafe, which sat about 300, was critical. I could could see what others couldn't. And what I began doing was noticing when two people on, with their MacBook Pros working on the same online coding academy, training to be software engineers, one person might be making six figures at a tech company and the other person 
is actually sleeping outside of the cafe at night. Ava would give them bread and soup, whatever the cafe had left over at the end of the night, but they felt like this wasn't enough. So what I began doing with some friends, we began matching people with spare bedrooms to their friends who they actually didn't realize were in need of a place to crash. We began doing it, spreadsheets, Facebook groups, and then we connected some people in DC and New York, realized they were doing it too. Wait, so I want to go back. When you said, you know, people didn't realize their friends were in need of a place to crash, what did you mean by that? We cannot see homelessness. We think we can. But what we actually see are the indicators of what we perceive as housing instability, like disheveled clothing or like lack of basic needs being met. Maybe that's all bias. That's all unrelated to someone's actual housing stability. So I can say it again, we cannot see homelessness. Ava started to connect those dots, matching people who needed housing with those who had it but they realized that there needed to be a more efficient way than using a spreadsheet. So Ava built out a tech platform which became Host Home, and thousands of people have since benefited. People like Kai, which isn't their real name. Kai was spending several nights outside of uh, outside the cafe, then we connected them um, with a social worker, and they learned the waiting list was like 14 plus days to get into the, the next housing program that they qualified for. Meanwhile, they had nowhere to go, so we ended up pairing them with someone we'll just call Jim, and that worked out for a couple of days. They were able to not only through Jim like build friendship, build community, but then they were able to find an apartment that they could afford because it's all about networks. They then were able to host on their sofa for a couple of nights for another person who needed help later the next month. Now we have, instead of Kai being on the street, waiting for this shelter, getting into the shelter, having a 78% chance of getting attacked, harassed, kicked out, or worse, according to the U.S. Trans Survey. We've intervened earlier, reintegrated them to community, and now they're in a space where they were able to give back and take in someone else. So that's upstream intervention, harm reduction, and Kai today is doing quite well. (laughs) They're thriving. So the earlier the intervention, the better. What's the relationship between being trans and an entrepreneur? Is there, is there something that you learn as a trans person that helps you and supports you as an entrepreneur? Innovation is a fancy word for survival. And the most innovative people are the people that have to innovate to get their needs met. We've had to overcome hurdles and become relatively systems literate just to function at base level. But like that be as it may, Above that, like if you're talking spirituality or you're talking vision, brand, trans folks, we see what gender is. We see the constituent parts of that binary because we've had to kind of obliterate it to make the space for ourselves to emerge. Trans entrepreneurship is critical in times like COVID-19 where there are so many unknown unknowns. Who has navigated unknown unknowns but trans people? So if anything, the wisdom of the trans community in an entrepreneurial capacity, like your strategic advisor should be trans. Trans folks embody a non-dualist existence. So the intelligence that's in our genes, if you can unlock that, the intuition of a trans person, hugely valuable, period. 
Yes, honey, trans people are powerful and we all need to start acknowledging and seeing this. As investors, as entrepreneurs, this is really a call to action to highlight and support the trans community in a meaningful way. What I love about Ava's story is how they remind us that entrepreneurship can combine profit with purpose. Hostum was all about seeing a need and then responding to it. Entrepreneurship, it doesn't have to be about this pursuit for just money. It can be something that actually makes people's lives better. And for the many people who have been impacted by Ava, it's a demonstration that trans people are powerful entrepreneurs for a reason. Their life story, their journey, everything that led up to that moment, that's what makes them this resilient, powerful, intelligent, fierce entrepreneur and leader that they are. You can learn more about Ava's work with Host Home and their new work with Suyana Wearables at avapip.com. That's A-V-A-P-I-P.com. To listen to more episodes of Business Curious, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you obliterate the norms of society. And if you like what you heard, please share, rate, or leave us a review. It's a great way to make sure that these amazing queer and trans small business owners get the platform that they deserve. And thanks to you for joining us. And until next time, this is Scott Shigeoka, your host of Business Curious.